guys head off to Florida. Just how are you preparing for all that? What's kind of your mindset? Because you have been practicing for a couple weeks now, right? Yeah, we've been practicing for a couple weeks now. Um, you know, we're just trying to get back in the flow. And, um, you know, we've been studying Norcross that we're about to play. So, you know, we've been putting in a lot of work and we're ready to play them. Honestly, we're just we're just focused on ourselves, doing the best that we possibly can, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna do our part and just see what happens. I said you just gotta believe in everything that you've done and just keep working because the more you put in work, then when it comes to it comes to the lights, you know, you'll you'll shine the brightest when it comes to. It. SB Live Washington Podcast is back for another week. Here in the postseason uh, for hoops, uh, we are past the postseason in Washington, and uh, we're on to the postseason at the national level. Geico Nationals just wrapped up uh, as we record this last weekend. And coming up, one final weekend of the season, uh, a brand new tournament put on by Paragon Marketing, uh, the state champions invite. Uh, it's starring two teams in SB Live's uh, and Sports Illustrated's Power 25 uh, and another team that we've seen up close and, and and a lot of these last couple of years in Washington. That's Auburn. 3A state champs in the WIA Class 3A uh, goes on and takes on Norcross, the Georgia 7A state champs, 3 p.m. Uh, that's on Thursday on ESPNU. I'm Andy Bueller, reporter with Scorebook Live. Todd Millis, of course, the pride of Tacoma and Ocean Shores, is with me. And we've got a third today, and it's not Dan Dickow, unfortunately, uh, although we do miss Dan. Auburn head coach Ryan Hansen joins us. Uh, Ryan, you guys have uh, have had a really busy time, uh, stretch, a couple weeks since since winning the state championship. Uh, what's the lead-up to, to this week heading to Tampa looking like? Well, we're really excited, first of all, uh, to be a part of this event and to you know still be practicing and being around the guys has been really special um yeah like you said it's been busy um since a couple saturdays ago about three weeks ago and uh all good stuff you know a lot of celebrations a lot of opportunities to recognize our team and our players and um this will kind of just be like a feather in the cap to be able to go to florida travel over there together uh, to play again together, to do it on national television. It's just going to be really cool. No question. Yeah, State Champions Invitational is what it's called. It's the first year of this type of event. There's four teams. Uh, it's an event for teams that win NFHS State Champions. So where GEICO is for your prep schools, your national powers, uh, and, and your academies, this is uh, something a little bit different. Uh you guys were so focused on winning that 3A state title, uh, and, and it was obviously you know, a, a tough road to get there. Um, you're probably not even thinking about something like this, especially as you get late in the season, as you're, you're in those last couple weeks and in, in the state tournament. When did this opportunity come onto your radar? Yeah, so um, going back to start our year, you know, winning a national championship was never a goal of ours. Uh, you know, we, we had a goal all season long to cut down three nets. Um, a league championship, a district championship, and a state championship. And so we'd accomplished all three of those. Um, we were on the bus back uh, after the state championship game back to Auburn. And one of my assistant coaches, Coach Brown, said, hey, do you think we'll get invited to a national tournament? And I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't think so. You know, we got two losses. You know, those teams that that 
typically play in those events, you know, they're undefeated or, you know, one of the top ranked teams in the country. So I really didn't think that we would. And then fast forward to uh, Monday, uh, first day back to school and we get an email um, from Mitch Hoffman at uh, the WIA office to our uh, district athletic director saying, Hey, uh, Auburn's been invited to this uh, inaugural uh, state champions invitational national tournament. Um, and, the WIA supports it and we just kind of leave it up to the school district uh, to decide if that's something they want to do. So obviously really excited, kind of took, you know, took me by surprise a little bit. Um, then we kind of dove in a little bit to see what the details were, you know, how much was it going to cost? Uh, when was it, where was it, all that kind of stuff. And uh, come to find out that it wasn't going to cost us anything. So uh, game's going to be televised on national television. Everything's paid for it was a no brainer at that point. I mean, I threw it out to the players and, you know, they were celebrating and laughing and uh, having a great time with it. So it was a no brainer. We accepted right away and uh, we're happy to go. And just so you know, too, I, I kind of caught your intro there. Um, our our game time did get moved up 30 minutes. Oh, it did. Okay. So two thirty Pacific time. Is that right? Thirty Pacific time. Yeah. It was originally three o'clock, but uh, they said there was an MLB uh, conflict. So they moved us up to two thirty. Everything's getting moved around. You guys, you know, right? So should say background for the listener. Right before we started recording, uh, you guys had your flights canceled and are trying to figure out uh, how to get there. I have to go over a day early across the country. Yeah, I mean, I was just getting ready to start practice, and I got a text um, from a gentleman that's also going over on the trip, and he just so happens to be on our same flight. His his name's Rick uh, Ginger, and he actually was our state sponsor at the tournament. And so as soon as we uh, found, as soon as he found out we were going over there, he's like, I got to go. So he bought tickets and, and is going to go over there. Well, anyway, he texted me and said, Hey, our, our flights just got canceled because he was on our same flight. And I hadn't heard that yet. So my, uh, my coworker here at Auburn, um, his daughter actually um, works for Alaska airlines. So I had asked him to reach out and, uh, and she confirmed that our flight did get canceled. And so that was literally right as we're starting practice. So I had to reach out to uh, Paragon and let them know. And they've been working hard to find us new flights. And it, and it looks like we're going to be flying out a day, a day early. Uh, like uh, Andy said, Ryan, um, this is the first year of this particular tournament. But on, on the football side of things, this has been going on in a very similar format for the past five or six years. And Graham Kapausen got invited uh, late in its postseason. They they found out that if they'd won a state championship, they would go to the Bowl Series, the Geico Bowl Series in Las Vegas. Um, a, did you get a chance to watch that? They were you got it's sort of a similar situation where they kind of came in as the underdog to a nationally ranked, you know, Georgia powerhouse, and and you guys kind of in the same situation. But did you have a chance to to watch that at all on on national? tv or, or or absorb some of that or, or 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 kind of research some of that um you know i caught the last like the second half of the last quarter of that game and obviously the exciting finish that they had um and just really cool uh for graham kapowson to, to do that and represent uh washington uh, and you know i i am of the belief that because that happened that had a little bit to do with us getting invited to a, a tournament like this um Paragon Marketing Group is, they also were, uh, ran that event as well. And so, you know, 
Graham Kapowson goes out. They, they show out well at that event. It kind of puts Washington on the map a little bit. Obviously, the Seattle basketball scene, uh, most recently with Paulo Bancaro going to Duke and being this, you know, um, is going to be a, you know, a, a top draft pick. Um, you know, I think that helps as well. And and I think the those things had, you know, a lot to do with us getting invited. So, uh, obviously, we're really excited to represent Washington and, and go and and go perform well there um but yeah what graham capalson did was special it was awesome and really exciting and i i was able to catch the the tail end of that game which was was a really fun part of the game to watch for sure as we record this on monday uh yesterday sunday was the washington oregon north formerly the northwest shootout the wavor game and, and two of your top players uh, trey blasting game and malik errington were on the washington team that ran away with that game also on the Washington team was Josh Wood, the quarterback on that Graham Kapowson team, and uh, got a chance to talk to them just about, it sounds like Josh and Trey have talked a little bit, you know, AAU teammates at Rotary have talked a little bit about um, just, you know, Josh's experience going over there and, and you know, shocking the world and catching lightning in a bottle. And, you know, I guess as you guys prepare for this, you are actively celebrating uh, and, and, you know, celebrating this first state championship in school history. You're, you're you know, you've got the town is lit up, schools lit up, everything. Um, how do you kind of approach that from a mindset standpoint and, and as a team? How, how are you guys approaching this where, you know, on one end, it's like you're celebrating. On another end, you've still got unfinished business. Yeah, I mean... We, like I said earlier, you know, we accomplished all of our goals this year. Um, so that's the first thing. And we're going to celebrate that. Um, you know, we were able to, uh, in, in preparation for this event, we're only allowed to practice 10 times. Um, so we were able to take two weeks off and just kind of really enjoy the celebration, you know, to do the, the parade down to city hall to, to do the assembly at the school, um, you know, we've been able to do different things that we can really kind of dive into that celebration. And then once those two weeks were over, we could kind of get back into the gym, start practicing. And, and the biggest thing for me was just kind of get our legs and our lungs back. Um, you know, our guys know our system. We don't need to do any anything different. Uh, we don't need to drop any special plays or change any defensive philosophies or anything like that. Just kind of get our legs and our lungs back. So we've been doing a lot of shooting, a lot of conditioning. Um and our mindset going in over there is, you know, I look at it like, like we're playing with house money, you know, we're going to have a great time. We're going to enjoy hanging out with one another, um, enjoy traveling across the country. But with that being said, we really want to perform well too. We want to go represent Washington, the West coast. And uh, I have no doubt that, that the guys will, I'm, I've known these kids for a long time. And one thing I do know about them, they're not going to back down. They're, the moment's not going to be too big for them. And, uh, and I think that, They'll go there and they'll play well. Your opponent on Thursday in that semifinal game is Norcross, uh, like I said, 7A state champ in Georgia. Uh, I just were doing a preview on Scorebook Live of the whole event, uh, scorebooklive.com, and, and spoke with Jesse McMillan earlier today uh, as we record this uh, Monday, Norcross's head coach. And that's a team that's had a lot of success. Uh, they were out here in the Les Schwab Invitational a couple years ago, um, you know, very comfortable, uh, you know, at the top of that state. Um when I asked him about Auburn and just what stands out, I mean, you know, they're really having to, I think in a similar spot as you guys accomplish their goal of winning state and they're having to kind of pick up and, and watch film on a team they've, you know, never heard of and never seen before. And so 
um, you know, something that he said that stood out was just just the chemistry and the cohesion that you guys play with uh, translates on film. When you look at them, uh, what stands out? Well, I mean, first of all, they're very well coached. I think that Coach McMillan does a great job with those guys. Um, they run a lot of different stuff. Um, you know, they're very athletic. Um, they got several guys that can make plays for them, led by, you know, their their big recruit, um, London Johnson. Um, he's a very talented kid. Um, their length, they're, you know, four starters or six four. Then they got a six eight kid that can really shoot the ball. Um, but I feel like they can play a lot of different styles. I can seen them get up and down and be really good in transition and score a bunch of points, but I've also seen them play in a half court, you know, where they're running something different every time down the floor. So, um, but yeah, they, there, there is no weakness that you can exploit with them. Um, they got to bring guys off the bench that are very talented. So we got our hands full. And like you said, they're, they're a program that's, that's used to winning state championships. You know, I was looking at, uh, a profile of them and I so they have like six or seven state championships in the last you know 15 years or something like that and so they're obviously a, a storied program in 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 their area and uh used to to playing on a big stage so um yeah we we're, we're excited for the challenge and and they're certainly present one you know, I don't know if a whole lot of listeners of our podcast know that that Ryan Hansen is also been the scorekeeper uh, during football season. And I remember one fall night covering an Auburn game and seeing you when, when your team, when the bulk of your team, the, the, this, this group, the were, were all ninth graders and had, they had to play against McDaniels and, and, and men of the North Puget sound league. I wanted to ask you a question about the journey. Uh, what sticks out about the, the ride, the journey of this starting as ninth graders that had to, absorb some blows and and learn uh the ropes and and then all the way you know over over four years just kind of learning and improving and and becoming the the team that sort of gave out those blows by the time they were seniors yeah i mean the journey really started well beyond uh well before high school you know um there's been you know lots of talk about these kids growing up together and playing together for a long time and um, you know, playing in our youth program. And it was probably back in about fifth grade when I was coaching these guys. And I was like, you know, I knew that these guys were going to be really, really special. They're going to be really good. Um, just the way that the feel that they had and, um, and then fast forward with them getting into high school as freshmen, you know, um, most of, of our core group of seniors were on varsity as freshmen and were, you know, significant players on that, on that team. I think we finished second that year behind federal way, but yeah, like you said, I mean, I think the first time we played federal way, they beat us by 40. It was a running clock. Um, the second time we played them, I, we kept it a little bit closer. I think we might've lost by 20 or 25, but, but yeah, I mean, it was just a matter of, of being patient with them and, and getting them to understand that, you know, you're going to take some hits early on in your career and then uh, just got to stay with it. And, you know, as they started to mature, um, you know, Caden shooting up, you know, a little, a little fuzz on the upper lip starts to show up and the mustaches are there and the muscles are starting to pop a little bit. Um, then that obviously helps with the skill that they had and they've always had the skill. Um, so the other thing that was really cool about these kids is it would have been really easy for them to, to jump to another program, you know, I mean, people are in their ear, 
our guys heard stuff that you'll never win at Auburn. You got to go to a Metro school to win a state championship that they should go play in Seattle. And, you know, they didn't listen to any of that. They just kept, you know, stayed the course. They wanted to play for their brothers. Um, and so I think that speaks to their character and who they are as well. Well, I mean, Ryan, for you too, you know, you, you took over this program when you were 24 years old. That was a long road to get and, and, you know, won a lot of league titles and made a lot of postseason appearances. But to to reach the top of the mountain, I mean, that's a that's a two decade journey. I can't imagine any of that's lost on you. No. And I, I mean, throughout those 20 years, I've just realized really how difficult it is to do it, you know, Um I've had some teams in the past that I thought were really, really good, where I thought we had a chance um, to compete for a state championship and it didn't go our way, you know, and they, you know, they say that you gotta, you gotta be a little lucky along the way too. And, you know, I think that that was the case with us this year as well. I mean, not to take anything away from what we accomplished, but, you know, some balls bounced our way from time to time, or, you know, we, we get a call here or there and, um, but yeah, it's it's really, really tough. And so, you know, to see guys that have done it multiple times, um, you know, a lot of respect for those guys because it's 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 really hard to to finally finally get one. Two thirty Pacific time on Thursday, ESPNU, uh Auburn Trojans take on Norcross of Georgia in the state champions invitational. Ryan, before you get out of here, I promised I'd ask you about this. Uh you guys had quite the celebration uh, as soon as that final horn sounded in the Tacoma Dome. Heard some whispers and reports uh, that you may have, uh, you know, had something that you were preparing. It, at least I hope you were preparing. I mean, I, I don't know if you could pull a gritty out of your back pocket, but uh, there were there were some unconfirmed reports of a shirtless Ryan Hansen dancing in the middle of, uh, of, of the locker room after the game. Confirm or deny? Yeah, I can confirm that that did happen. Um, obviously, was feeling pretty good after that game, so kind of just uh, the hype took over, and uh, hopefully, all footage has disappeared and and been deleted. <laughs> love it, love it. Well, hey, uh, best wishes this weekend uh, for those uh, listeners out there who enjoyed Graham Kapowson's run uh, and, and show in December. Uh, this is one uh, you guys might need to tune into as well. So, Ryan, thank you for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's always fun talking about these these guys and our team, and we're looking forward to going to Florida here this week. podcast is brought to you by SB Live Sports, your national hub for high school sports news and information. Subscribe for free wherever you get podcasts. If you do it on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review to help us best serve you, the listener. You can find our website at scorebooklive.com slash Washington. There you'll see news, features, highlights, podcasts, and everything in the world of high school sports across this state. As always, a big shout out to our sponsor, Washington Federal. Thanks to Dan Dickow and Todd Millis for bringing the heat every week. This song you're hearing is by the band Woodrow. It's called So Far Away. It's written by James Schroeder, Carl Johnson, and my dad, Matt Bueller. I'm Andy Bueller. We'll be back next week.